I don't know what we've got here. What's going on? Oh, crackling, crackling, sparkling there from the stogie. Um, so the other day, Texas had its lawsuit uh, thrown out of the Supreme Court. We'll, we'll just put it that way. They um, voted seven to two that Texas didn't have the merit to tell other states how to run their elections. Now, the Trump team is filing a similar lawsuit. Now, this, the uh, justification <coughs> justification uh, by the Supreme Court said we um, don't feel that one state can tell other states how to run their elections. That kind of makes sense. We're 50 individuals united as one, but governing ourselves uh, individually. So, the Trope team has taken this lawsuit and reworked some uh, aspects of it. I don't have details, but they're going to attempt to file it again. This time it won't be a state filing against other states. It will be an individual. Either candidate Trump or someone else. Also, you, of course, have had the 126 senator or representatives, congressional reps, sign on with this. Now, tomorrow, the electors of the Electoral College uh, will come to Washington to cast the votes. This will be uh, another damaging blow to Trump. Um, oh, excuse me. Pence, well, back up. On January 6th, in a joint session, the Senate and the House count the electoral votes. Mike Pence oversees that project. And this would be. But whoever is vice president oversees this. Uh, we have 126 Republicans that signed on to 
the Texas lawsuit that was thrown out. Uh, now, Republicans can object to the electoral votes. Pence can throw out some votes. Richard Nixon did something similar in 1960 when Hawaii sent two sets of electors. Um, a New Jersey congressman has asked Speaker Pelosi to bar the 126 Republicans that signed on with the Texas lawsuit from the count on January 6th. Trump uh, already said this. Trump and others are resubmitting a lawsuit similar to the one uh, Texas submitted to the Supreme Court. Uh, the New York Times has a good article, Trump Allies, Allies I Long Shot Reversal in Congress Testing Pence is the full title of that article. Um, let's flip my notes over here. Um, an objection must be signed or must be in writing with a senator's signature affixed. And then the House and the Senate would retreat to their separate chambers and vote separately to throw that state's electoral votes out. Um, we already have rhino Republicans like Mitt Romney and a couple others that say they're not going to vote to throw out uh, any Biden electors. So that would um, automatically put Trump in a bind and the, the electors wouldn't go away. Uh, when I was getting ready for this podcast and looking up this New York Times article, let me jump backwards here in time. I saw this article. It's in actually Business Insider Australia. Uh, Tom Porter reported uh, today, actually, December 14th, 2020. Oh, yeah, it's Australia, so they're ahead of us. Uh, anyways, former GOP New Jersey governor compares Trump supporters to the jo Jonestown Doomsday Cult, says they have drunk the Kool-Aid. Those of you that don't know what the heck that meant. In the 1980s or 70s, I think it was the 80s, because I remember hearing about it as a kid. There was a cult, uh, and it was one of these end times pastors who was preaching some radical things to his people. Uh, I think he might even been like a televangelist, television evangelist, and uh, he. Uh, I guess he kind of got run out of the United States. 
And so he took his cult to somewhere in South America and a lot of people were being held hostage there. And this guy had like tons and tons and tons of money from that he embezzled from these people. And there was something about a, a basketball team came to put on a show at the cult and members of the cult tried to sneak out with the team and I'm getting way the hell off my point, but this is an interesting story. People tried to sneak out. They asked the, the players to uh, report this back to the United States government uh, to get them the hell out of this cult place that Jones was abusing people, children, women, uh, just off the rails. Don't know what kind of idiot moves to South America or Central America with a, a religious leader that you don't know very well. But then um, as the authorities, I think it was the authorities of whatever country they were in were headed to the town to arrest him and all these other people. They put uh, arsenic or Lasix or something deadly, that'll, I mean, something that will kill you instantly, into a huge batch of Kool-Aid. And they told the people, you have to drink this Kool-Aid. And you'll need, you know, they're going to come arrest us all. They're going to kill us all, whatever. Some people refused to drink the Kool-Aid. They were forced to. Others, you know, parents forced their children to, to drink the Kool-Aid. And when it, even, I think it was uh, uh, Jones himself drank it. And when the authorities got there, oh my God, it was horrific. There was just all these bodies laying everywhere. You know, you die, when the Kool-Aid hit your system, uh, you died where you stood. Well, this has been like the um, insult to for people that uh, follow a leader blindly uh, for like the last 20 years. Uh, I was accused of uh, drinking the Kool-Aid because I supported uh, the wrong person will end up being the right person, but, uh, for police chief in my town. Um, so, and I think, uh, who's that jerk out uh, Bill O'Reilly, Bill O'Reilly, who I used to like on Fox news. And then he just got on my nerves cause he's a jerk. Uh, he's the one that started this, you know, Kool-Aid drinkers thing. And it was like a regular segment on his show. But now, uh, Former Jersey Gov Christy, Christine Todd Whitman. Is, I'm just going to read the bullet points of the article. It's business. I'll post a link in the Rumble description. Hopefully, I remember to post the link this time. Uh, former New Jersey Governor Christy Todd Whitman has criticized Republicans who have backed President Trump's bid to overturn the election. 
I keep comparing it somewhat to the Jonestown, to Jonestown, Whitman told the New York Times. They have all drunk the Kool-Aid. It's just, it just hasn't killed them yet. You know, Christy Todd Whitman was, um, <clears throat> I think she had like, a position in the Bush cabinet part two, the second term. Uh, she was a Republican governor of uh, New Jersey, which means you have to be very uh, liberal, moderate as a Republican. And this was in the era of what was called compassionate conservatives. In the early 2000s, you know, 2000 to 2008, uh, really ni 1999, you know, Bush came out and talked about compassionate conservatives that, you know, but Christy Todd Whitman was one of those. Um, I do believe she was pro-choice. Uh, she was, you know, moderate on gun rights, uh, uh, different things like that. Uh, she's a relic of Republican past that needs to be buried because this was when the Republican Party was basically Democrat light. Uh, it wasn't very conservative. It was not. Uh, we were losing. We were backtracking on our pro-life stance. We were still um, still. Uh, the um, no gay marriage, no same-sex marriage party. Uh, in fact, what got Bush reelected was uh, defense of marriage um, laws on the ballots in key swing states that brought out conservative voters, Christian voters, and that put Bush over the top in states like Ohio. Um, but Christy Todd Whitman is a relic of that Republican Party, the compassionate conservative, and she just needs to go away. Uh, I, this is the first I've heard of her in, I mean, since Obama became president, so eight years, 12 years at least, and I'm sure being... Being a Joysy girl, she's, you know, had dealings with Trump, you know, uh, his, what is it, Trump Mahal, Trump Taj Mahal, and different things are in New Jersey. In the 1980s, many, many moons ago, uh, Trump revived the uh, Jersey Boardwalk, Jersey, was it Atlantic City? And, you know, build up hotels and casinos because it was turned into ghetto. Uh, and I'm sure he did it in a Trump business manner, which is not huggy, kissy, touchy-feely. It's like, I'm in charge, get the job done or you're fired. But uh, Christy Todd Whitman, yeah, nobody cares about you anymore. So shut up. Yeah, I, the, the thing that really chapped my ass about this article uh, was that, you know, we have grown adults. I'm 44 years old. This woman's got to be 70-ish. And she's um, calling me names. 
Uh, another thing that was irritating me while I was uh, thinking about this podcast and video is, you know, w- us right now, the, the, the conservatives or the right wing or the uh, religious right, uh, sometimes we're referred to as tea baggers or tea leaves by some snooty uh, middle of the road moderate Republicans that are um, like against the death penalty and are anti-life, pro, uh, aka pro-abortion. You know, they, they make fun of us, but in 2000, when we were called the religious right, they, they latched on and rode our coattails to get George W. Bush elected. In 2010, when we were the Tea Party, as the snobs refer to us, uh, the Tea Leaves, they rode our coattails to get a Republican majority in Congress, promised us the world, went to Washington, and became Washington insiders and crooked, just like the rest of Washington. The main article that I wanted to get at y'all today, after 20 blessed minutes of uh, talking about nothing, this NY Times article, Trump allies. I long shot election reversal in Congress, comma testing Pence. Uh, this is this is one of the last ditch attempts the Trump Trumpers can do in Congress if. Uh, any of the Congress who have ridden his coattails can uh, grow a spine and stand up to the Democrats and the media and such. Some House Republicans plan to try to use Congress's tally of the electoral results on January 6th to tip the election to President Trump. The attempt will put Republicans in a pinch. President Trump lost key swing states by a clear margin, the article says. No, he didn't. If you count the stolen, cheated, dead people that voted, yeah, but I wouldn't say it's a clear margin. His barrage of lawsuits claiming widespread voting fraud has been almost universally dismissed, most recently by the Supreme Court. The Electoral College will formally cast a majority of its votes for Joseph R. Biden Jr., um, some of these lawsuits, they're, they're misleading you in the media. They're not filed by Trump. Like Sidney Powell, Powell has, uh, some things going on and she was uh, aligned with the Trump legal team, but not officially. I don't know what happened there, but she's filing those as Sidney Powell, the individual lawyer. And other individuals have filed lawsuits on behalf of Trump. 
uh, some state legislatures have tried. You know, what I don't understand was um, the state legislatures have the power constitutionally to certify these electors. They can, in the next, it's like 1 o'clock in the morning right now on the 14th, in the next few hours, they could send competing delegations of electors. Like the governor of Georgia and the secretary of state are sending electors for Joe Biden, but there are electors for Donald Trump that are lined up so that they could go to Washington. The legislature can do something where they send the Trump electors to Washington and that would void the Biden electors but the state legislatures that said they agree with Giuliani and his team like Pennsylvania well Pennsylvania just ran out of time Governor Wolf would not recall the legislature which that, that the Commonwealth of PA gives way too much power to its governor but uh, the legislature asked for the governor to call a special session he said no they were going to do a senate and house resolution to throw out the votes and the electors for Biden and send electors for Trump but they just ran out of time Pennsylvania laws uh, because they're a commonwealth, are very difficult. Uh, they require bills to be read in both houses, and there has to be a five-day waiting period in between votes and things like that. So it just it ran out of time. But you know these states said they, they have Republican legislatures. They could have, in the legislature, voted to send Republican electors to Congress. Uh, and if the governor and the secretary of state <clears throat> sent Democrat electors, the two would have offset and those electoral votes would have been thrown out. Uh, why, when Michigan... Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, I said ran out of time. <coughs> Why they didn't do that, I don't know. And it's a lot of it spineless Republicans wanting to protect their own interests and go get reelected. But anyways... Back to this uh, article, so I edumacate you guys a little bit. Constitutional scholars and even members of the president's own party say the effort is all but certain to fail, but the looming battle January 6th is likely to culminate in a messy, deeply divisive spectacle that could thrust Mike Pence into the excruciating position of having to declare once and for all Mr. Trump was indeed has indeed lost the election 
The fight promises to shape how Mr. Trump's base views the election for years to come and to pose yet another awkward test of the allegiance of Republicans who have privately hoped the Electoral College vote this week will be the final word for the Vice President whom whom the Constitution assigns the task of tallying the results and declaring the winner, the episode could be particularly torturous, forcing him to balance his loyalty to Mr. Trump with his constitutional duties and considerations about his own political future. I think Mike Pence has a backbone of metal and if he is constitutionally allowed to dismiss some of these electoral votes because of a vote or an objection by a senator or a representative I think he would do it because he's just that kind of guy if the the argument is legitimate and I believe it is you know, several state legislatures believe that it is uh, that these votes were not ethical, that there were, you know, dead people, out of state residents voting in multiple states, uh, things of this nature. I think he'll do the right thing and uh, if he can cast out some electoral votes, but we'll just see. Uh, Efforts led by Representative Mo Brooks, Republican of Alabama, a backbench conservative, along with a group of allies in the House. He is eyeing challenges to the electoral results in five states, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Nevada, Georgia, and Wisconsin. Michigan's not in there. Whatever. Uh, This is from the article. Where they claim varying degrees of fraud or illegal voting took place, despite certification by the voting authorities and no evidence of widespread impropriety. I challenge that last part of that sentence. No evidence of widespread impropriety. If you look at and have watched the testimony of Rudy Giuliani, his multiple witnesses in the state of Pennsylvania, the state of Georgia, the state of Michigan, and the state of Arizona. Go on YouTube and search, uh, you know, like Michigan House of Representatives hearing on election fraud and find the actual hearing they were videotaped they are there in full they are a couple hours long but you will see and hear the witness testimony you will hear the evidence 
and you will be able to make up your own mind and see that this election was stolen. I'm not a Kool-Aid drinker. I'm a constitutionalist. I'm a Republican. I'm a Christian above all else. Above all else, I'm a Christian. And you will never in my life convince me this election was not stolen. This election had so much fraud, so many problems. I've watched the Democrats try to do this for 22 years, and they cannot campaign for shite. But they've been trying to cheat to win, and they finally perfected their game to where you could get it on a national scale. The Kennedys did it with the unions, in Chicago, West Virginia, and Missouri in 1960. Little known story <clears throat> that in 60 or 64, the crooked Republicans in Missouri uh, swapped their state's votes for to get four uh, judges elected. And Ray Bliss, the National Republican chairman at the time, he's from Akron, Ohio. I was friends with his protege, Alex Archnikoff. And Alex told the story that when these four uh, judges got the go-ahead in Missouri, in exchange for the electoral votes of the people of Missouri, Ray Bliss went to the crooked Republican chairman down there and said, if you cheat in, it was when Nixon got elected in, was it 68? If you cheat again, I will be on Meet the Press Sunday morning exposing you and you will all go to jail this time. Uh, and voila, Nixon won uh, the state, won the election, uh, and then screwed the pooch later on uh, during his re-election campaign because he's an idiot. But uh, he, you know, vote stealing, vote swapping, election fraud's gone on. And I won't say Republicans are perfect. Uh, remember back in, it was the 1900s, and the uh, state of Illinois was controlled by the Ku Klux Klan. And several, many Republicans, the party of Lincoln in the state of Lincoln, where he founded the Republican Party to be anti-slavery and anti-racism, they uh, were embedded with the Ku Klux Klan and taking marching orders and bribes from the head of the KKK, and a lot of Republicans went to jail over that. So, you know, you can't trust your elected officials uh, I'm about to chew my congressman, Bill Johnson, a new asshole uh, over this because if he does not object, 
to the electoral votes in these states, um, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, Georgia, if he doesn't stand up for Trump, um, I'm giving the fucker a primary. I don't care how big a fool I make of myself. Um, because his sniveling little sneak friends that kiss his ass now were not his allies when I was. I supported Congressman Johnson when a lot of people liked him to his face and not behind his back. And I'm talking about members of the Tea Party. So, anyhow, that's a whole different box of rocks. Um, so, with that, I don't know. I hope I got you guys some information. Uh, you got to find this stuff on your own. You cannot listen to CNN, PMSNBC, uh, Fox News, blah, blah, woof, woof. Uh, you got to research and do your own thing and find your own middle ground because the media is lying to you. Um, in fact, I think it's to the point now it's the state-run media. So, anyways, God bless you guys. Thank you for watching and listening. Uh, have a wonderful, wonderful day and pray for each other. Thank you very, very much. Very, very much.